This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. On the line, Professor Dion Fast, the head of the Department of Systematic Theology and Ecclesiology, the director of the Bayes Nordia Center for Public Theology, and he's also the leader of the Stellenbosch Collection of Happiest People in the Helderberg. It's Professor Dion Foster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, yeah, Brad, we should bottle it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should. You always bring your energy and it's contagious. I love it. And, and you see the good, you know, I'm like, oh. Long weekend, lots of work to do. You know, we don't have a long weekend because it's such a powerful time for us as Christian media to be speaking into people's lives. We don't take that lightly. It's a big deal and all of that. And everyone else is like, ooh, Easter eggs and holiday. So our focus is so different. So you've got back into the spirit. Brad, you know, and and one must recognize, of course, this this is a very solemn time. And Uh and in fact, that's that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, This particular day, uh, the Thursday of, of the Easter week, um, starts a, a very, very important um, time in, in the, the, the Easter weekend, in, in the reflection on the death, uh, the, the entombment, and the resurrection of Christ. Yeah. And um, this particular uh, day, on, on the Thursday evening, is, is known as Maundy Thursday. How, how strange is that word, Maundy Thursday? So those of us who grew up in Anglican or Catholic or Moravian mm. <laughs> or Presbyterian churches, yeah. we all know all about Maundy Thursday. It's actually quite a meaningful, um, a meaningful time in the in the calendar. I'm going to tell our listeners about that just in a moment. Yeah. So, so hang on, but um, it, it marks the beginning of what what we call. Um, the Easter weekend, this this opportunity for us to go into Good Friday. What makes it good is the goodness of God's sacrifice in mm. Jesus Christ into the silence of, of what's often known as Holy Saturday, uh, an opportunity for, for for reflection, for for really preparing ourselves, and then the immeasurable joy of the resurrection on Sunday. Often mm. in churches commemorated with Easter sunrise services and uh, all those people who'd given up, you know, chocolate for lead, <laughs> yes. gouging themselves until their, their belt buckle pops, you know. Um, but it is intended to be a, a sort of a, a move through the weekend. Mm. Now, Maundy Thursday normally begins with a service called the Tenebrae service. And, and oh. this particular service, the Tenebrae service, is a service of, of lights and candles normally in in uh, the sort of... Uh, traditional churches that, that follow these things. So what would normally happen is you would have um, a group of people who would, would read all of the readings yeah. of that week, what happened to Jesus in that last week. And with each successive um, move that, that happens, uh, you know, all the way from Palm Sunday, the crowd shouting Hosanna and then realizing, oh my goodness, you know, that's, that's just an empty commitment. At the end of each of those readings, they snuff out a candle until the final reading, which is read, is is the one from John chapter 13, which I'll speak about in just a moment, where Jesus sort of upends the social order. Uh, Those of our our readers who know their Bibles well will know that John 13 um, is is the uh, recounting of Jesus at at the table. And in particular, what what we focus on on that is two things. One thing is um, Jesus washing his, his disciples' feet, and then, of course, the betrayal of Jesus oh. at the table uh, and moving from there into the garden. Now, the word Maundy, uh, 
from which we get our word Maundy Thursday, means literally to wash feet. That's, that's where the old uh, English etymology of the word comes from. It means to wash feet. Brad, I think sometimes because we've heard this story so often, we forget the incredibly um, powerful, disruptive, uh, socially challenging thing that happened on that day. I mean, mm. think about this. Think about this just for a moment. The God who is the king of, of all creation, the one who spoke the very first atom into being, the God who, who allows every microsecond of every second of every minute of every hour of every century of every eon to be in existence, the God who knows the hair on the head of every person who has ever lived and who will ever live chooses to place a towel around his waist and wash the feet of those who he loves. That, that absolutely upsets the social order. You know, in other religions, uh, the, the picture of God is, is always of this conquering king. And of course, that is what our God is. Mm. Our God places that in perspective by saying, the reason that I am strong, the reason that I, I work against evil, the reason for which you will love me is because I am here to show you how to live, to show you how to live as servants of one another, mm. and to show you that my heart, uh, the heart of God, is is for you to, to be served, to be loved, to recognize that, that I come at Easter to die on the cross, a humiliating, broken death, so that you could live for all of eternity. So, Brad, I was just, you know, thinking about that again today. I think, you know, particularly you can imagine in the kind of life that I live, which is an exceptionally privileged life. You know, yesterday was our graduation ceremony, and uh, there were these wonderful people who've worked so hard with their parents, all wanting a photo with their professor in his, his red gown. Uh-huh. And people treat you as if you're some kind of special, you know. And the reality is, you know, wow. We, we've got to recognize that what Jesus models for us is, is the life of, of humility, the life of servanthood. It's what Dietrich Bonhoeffer, that great German theologian, yeah. said. Jesus is for us a man who lived for others. And, and I just took that to heart again today to say, Lord, please make me a servant of all. Master of none, servant of all for mm-hmm. the sake of your kingdom. This is such a powerful time to remember the cross, but I've also been giving a lot of thought just to some of the things that Jesus did um, before he died. And his ministry was such a short one, I mean, compared to someone like yourself who's been in ministry for such a very, very long time. Uh, and such a short ministry. And, and what he did, and I think of Zacchaeus, you know, and come down out of this tree and something incredible happened in his home of, of just forgiveness. And, and we, many, most of us know the story well. Just these moments where... Jesus intercepted people or, or, or the, the widow's only son, you know, being carried in mm-hmm. that coffin and he stopped the procession mm-hmm. and he said he's only sleeping and, and Lazarus. And we could just go on and on about this, Dion, but just this extension of, you know, he was on his way somewhere else when that widow, he saw that widow and he realized, you know, this, she's got no husband. This was her only son. What's she going to do? Who's going to take care of her? Sure. I'll do something about it. It was always sure. the stepping in, like love one another as I have loved you. You spoke about John 13. Stepping into everybody's reality where there was brokenness and where there was uh, uh, death and where there was desperation and, and this need for healing. And he always just stepped in there. And it really is all about, um, yes, I am willing. You know, that kind of attitude. And then when it came to the cross, yes, I am willing. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's such, yeah. a, such a journey that he's taken us on that culminates in this, this darkness which ends with celebration. It's, it's like this emotional roller coaster, but 
always willingness to give and to serve, isn't it, Dion? Brad, yeah, I mean, that is so beautifully put. And, and as you're speaking there, I'm just thinking that that's exactly the, the character of Christ. You know, I, I often find myself, I'm, I'm busy, I'm under pressure, I've got the things to do, and, and, and I get interrupted, and, and I might get a little bit irritated or, or not be quite as present as I should to the person who, who stopped me in the passage, who, who's asking for you know, something. And, yeah. and Jesus, you know, yeah, exactly as you're saying. And, and I think, Brad, what, what I realize about myself there is that the ability to be able to respond in love, mm. say, what, no matter who stops me, no matter where I am, my purpose here on earth is to fulfill the will of the one who has sent me. That, that comes out of love. It comes mm. out of such a deep place of being secure and knowing who you are and what you should do. And, and, and I think that's, that's exactly what I've, I've heard in your message this morning. Yeah. Say, hey, Dion, you know, look at Jesus. I mean, mm. he, he, he had such a short ministry, but the whole of it was spent in service of others, you know. Mm. Eyes are open, and this is a good place for us to be as the body of Christ, I think. We're so aware. What do the young people say? We're so woke to what's, to what's <laughs> happening. And I think this is so good. You know, we often say, Dion, we must focus on the cross every day. Of course we should, but it's, I think it's so great for us to almost focus like this laser focus, awaken something inside of us, which we all need. So grateful for your input this morning. Thank you, Dion. Well, Brad, it's such a joy, and I just want to wish you and all of our listeners a truly blessed Easter, and I pray that that Christ may be resurrected, alive, uh, not just alive, but living within you, within your families, and within your communities. Have a blessed Easter. And to you, be blessed, be safe, and be at peace, and we'll connect again next week. Thanks, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.